the Holy Gospel according to Mark, the first chapter, verses 29 through 39. Glory to you, O Lord. Our Gospel this morning is from St. Mark, found in chapter 1, verses 29 through 39, on page 1553 in your pew Bible. Mark writes, As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up and he left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Now Simon and his companions went to look for him, and they found him, and they exclaimed this, everyone is looking for you. And Jesus replied, let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages, so I can preach there also. That is why I have come, so that he, so he traveled through Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and driving out demons. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Well, we got a special treat today because I got my little buddy up here. Do you want to come and talk to me, Michael John? Well, you can come up too, Justin. Come on, Uncle. Well, you sit on my lap there. That'd be a little weird. Okay, no, but come on up, buddy. Oh, well, perfect cue. All right. When you sniff, you cough. You know what? I think there's a lot of people in that boat today. Come here, buddy. All right. So you and I, we're going to talk to everybody. And I was going to ask you, have you ever been sick? I'm already sick. You're already sick. See, you're a, you're a high achiever. Now, in the other day, I filled up all my mom. <laughs> ew. Okay. Well, you know what? That's what moms are for and dads too. I don't know if you heard that and I don't need to repeat it, but it had to deal kind of like Jonah and the fish, right? Um, But today we're going to talk about Jesus at the gospel there where he was healing people. And when you're sick, I mean, the, the thing you want most is what? Tissue. Tissue, okay. And what else? <laughs> yeah, that helps. What else? When you're sick, do you want to stay sick or do you want to? I already flipped out. You already flipped out? I snipped out. Snipped out, okay. At church, it was my first one. I was so excited. I was so excited. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Stay with me, buddy. Well, here's what, when we're sick, mostly what we can think about, all we can think about is feeling better, right? Man, I can't wait to get out of bed, to start 
to stop hurling, right, to stop sneezing and stop having this fever and stop having to take naps. I just want to go out and play, right? Isn't that how you feel? Yeah, but sometimes I am sick all the time. Sometimes you're sick all the time? Well, that's another good point because guess what? All of us, even when we don't have the flu or a cold or hay fever or cancer or any of the other things that attack our bodies, we are sick all the time. But you know what? We know the best doctor in the world. I'm cold. You're cold? I have a cold. Oh, you have a cold. We know the best doctor in the world, and his name is God the Father. And he sent his physician, the son, Jesus, to heal us. And so that is the point of our lesson today, is we're going to call on God, call on Jesus to heal us from that which we can't heal ourselves, and that is a sin-filled world. All right, here, I'll warm you up. Let's pray. Abba, Father, we thank you for the beautiful children. We thank you for who you are, that you love us all like this little boy here. We thank you that you do not abandon us in our sickness, and you certainly didn't abandon us in our sin, but you sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for us that we may be saved by his atonement for us. Thank you, Dad, for this. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. All right, buddy. Hey, high five. Boom. All righty. Michael John, everybody. All right. <laughs> You're gonna take a victory lap. All right. I will. Okay. I look forward to being at your ordination. All righty. Uh, and pretty soon, Owen will be coming up and talking to me too. I'll bet he's gonna be a little bit of a ham there. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, the message today is, is about Jesus healing and that we are in need of, of healing. And in uh, the path of this, this life that we live, we come across people that are sick often, Right? Some are, you know, sniffles and splinters and kind of simple things like that. Not to the person that has it. It's, it's a tragedy, right? Um, but we're also walking along with people uh, that are the walking dead. And I don't mean that show that's on there. But they're people that are dead in their sin. They're terminally ill. And they're uh, not uh, willing or able to reach out to the Father, to reach out to the great physician that can cure this malady that we have. And there isn't any insurance program that you need to join in order to benefit from it, right? I mean, it's free. Paul, I love what he said. He says, I preach the gospel freely. And God gives his grace freely to those who call on him, those who repent and those who, who confess the Son as Lord. Now, let's look at it in another way. What if you had a beloved and they, they weren't feeling well, they were actually very sick, and they refused to go to the doctor? Anyone ever had that happen? Yeah, I have. Yeah, 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 huh? 
We're going to give you a mic next Sunday. Um, I've done that. I drove myself to the hospital when I thought I was having a heart attack. Now, you could look at that and go, boy, you really aren't very bright, Pastor Ken. Well, I did do that, you know. Um, and I've known people that have done it. I've also known people that won't go to the doctor and they are gravely ill because they're afraid of what the doctor might reveal. And I wonder out loud if that is exactly what keeps people from coming and responding to the gospel. You know, uh, when the people were watching and behold, here's Jesus and uh, this is the beginning of his ministry. We know uh, from the previous weeks of our readings, our lessons and so forth that, that he said the kingdom of heaven is nigh, it's here, it's now. And this part for this week's reading is he's actually going out and he's showing his authority. Last week we spoke about his authority. Who is this guy? Remember that? He speaks with authority that we've never heard. Well, we know why, because he wrote all the scriptures. He's the word incarnate. And then the people said they were amazed because even the demons abide, do what he tells. He commands them to come out, and they come out. I mean, these, this is some cool stuff. I mean, can we say cool in church? I just did. But, you know, can you imagine that? These miracles going on? And yet some people didn't respond. And then now you have this week, and people all over the town was at his doorstep. Boy, get off my lawn. We had a neighbor like that growing up. Set foot on his lawn. Get off my lawn. How about the whole town coming on your lawn? Because they want to they be healed. The whole town, they brought people in to be healed by Jesus. And they, and they were. Simon's mother-in-law, he loved his mother-in-law. Jesus grabbed her by the hand and helped her up, and the fever left her. Tangible miracles. Blessed are you that have seen and believe. That's what he said at one point in time, right? And today, today, many of us, many in this world, love the teachings of Jesus. He's a smart guy, right? He's got great sense. Probably was a country boy is what my grandpa would have said. He's got country smarts, you know? They were amazed by his teaching, amazed by his ways, amazed by his miracles. And today, we are maybe amazed but not so much amazed as to be followers. There's a lot of fans out there. A lot of people that are fans, yeah, you know, that's pretty good. But to follow him, to take the other step is, are you willing to jump in with both feet? Are you willing to allow him to be your Lord? Are you willing to respond to that gospel that says, come, you need a savior? Come, you're the walking dead. Repent and receive grace. Well, you know what? That's an awful lot. I don't think I really want to repent. Can't I just like do good things? Be really nice? How about if I let that guy in in the lane every once in a while that is cutting everybody else off? I mean, that's pretty nice. Most people don't do that. No. Does that work? No. No. 
fans we have. Getting back to a more personal note, many of us have children that were raised in the church. They confessed with their mouths that Jesus is Lord. They confessed through their catechesis of who Jesus was. They learned the Lord's Prayer. They learned about the Holy Sacraments. They learned about the Ten Commandments. And now, they're not walking with the Lord. Now, they may not have abandoned him completely, and I, and I pray that not to be, but they've become more fan than a follower. Are your children bringing their families to church? What are we to do? What are we to do? Well, we pray. We pray to the God that heals. The one that heals all sicknesses. Temporarily, the sicknesses, the flus, the sniffles, the coughs, the splints, splinters, even cancer here on earth. But we pray and beseech the physician that will come and heal those we love forever in heaven. The Lord uh, blessed me with a family growing up and a family now where I recall as a, a child, Michael's age, looking at my mother in astonishment when I had the flu, wanting her so to take away that ickiness, and she would rub my back. My mom put me uh, near the commode, Michael, so I didn't have that same experience with it. But she would rub my back. I just remember how, how wonderful that was. And even my dad would do that. I remember having a fever so high that both my parents were looking down at me and they were, my dad would take the towel and he'd put it in the bowl and he'd flick it like this, you know, to make it cold and then he'd put it on my forehead and I just remember that relief. And I remember his eyes, and if I, if, you know, at the time, if I'd known what he was thinking, I would have been scared, because he looked scared. And the Lord let me do that again with my own little family, with John and with Graham and David. At times, I got a chance to see how helpless it felt for my mom and my dad when we were sick. Oh, how we wanted to take it away. But we couldn't. All we could do was come alongside in comfort. Oh, how they wanted to take that. They probably even prayed a prayer like I have and you have too. Lord, give it to me. I'll take it. I don't want this precious little one to have it. But you know what? That's exactly what our Heavenly Father did for us in the sickness that we cannot have cure for on our own, and that is that, that sickness of death and sin. Whom shall I send? He sent a son. Son, I don't want these people to be separated from me I'm sending you to heal them forever and ever God doesn't want our children to stray from him and when we stray are we ever really outrunning him no your children they never outran you when they were like two years old or so forth He's, you can't go anywhere that God's not already there but we pray to the Father and we pray, deliver these children, these grandchildren, these great-grandchildren, Daddy. Bring them close again. Gather up these little sheep because they're not listening to me. 
but I know they'll listen to you. Send them to a church that is proclaiming the gospel. Send them to a church that is proclaiming Christ and him crucified, period. Send them to a church that says you were once dead in sin. In fact, when you were baptized, the old man died and you rose in a new life just like Jesus Christ resurrected on that Sunday that we celebrate soon. That's the prayers that we have. That's the antidote that we, that we call on from the great physician, and he will honor that. Thankfully, our illness here on earth is just a season, sometimes longer seasons than other, but we know that at the end, we are healed, whether it is temporarily here on earth or permanently in heaven. And I pray, Lord, give us peace to accept whichever answer you give to us. In the name of Jesus, amen.